My name is Ben Greenfield, and on this episode of the Ben Greenfield Life Podcast... Cabo makes you more social, but it does it by quietening you down. And then you're focused on everyone around you, and you're more open to listening to them and having a more meaningful conversation relationship with them. Kratom, you know, its primary use for thousands of years was for workers in the field for endurance. When you mix the two of them together, you get the best of both worlds. Faith, family, fitness, health, performance, nutrition, longevity, ancestral living, biohacking, and a whole lot more. Welcome to the show. Here's the deal. You lose your natural ability to digest food as you age. That's because your body produces fewer enzymes, which are responsible for digesting food, like, say, proteins. Now, fewer enzymes means more difficulty digesting food. It's especially true if you cook your food, because cooking can kill the enzymes. But obviously, you're not going to eat raw food all day. So you need something to help to support the enzymes so you don't get gas and bloating and all the issues that develop when you have poor enzyme production. That's where supplementing with a high-quality enzyme can be a huge help. And there's this stuff called Masszymes by a company called Bioptimizers that is the digestive enzyme I use. Now, they make one called Gluten Guardian. I'll use that when I do gluten. But this Masszymes is a supplement that's loaded with full-spectrum enzymes for proteins, for starches, for sugars, for fibers, for fats. Sometimes I'll combine it with their Gluten Guardian if I'm having bread with a meal. But after you start taking it, you might notice you don't feel as full and bloated after meals. Your belly feels flatter. If you have leaky gut, it helps to uh, reduce gut irritation, helps you absorb more nutrients. And so if you want freedom from your food, especially during the holiday season, and not have to worry about all the digestive distress that can go into big meals— you got to try Masszymes. You can now do so risk-free and experience for yourself the huge benefit that you get from high-quality enzymes. So here's how you do it. You go to masszymes.com slash Ben. That's M-A-S-S-Z-Y-M-E-S dot com slash Ben. Masszymes.com slash Ben. And then if you enter code BEN10, that will take 10% off of any order from by optimizer. So it's masszymes.com slash Ben. These folks make really good supplements. So check them out. All right. Remember last time you were at a gas station and you saw those like over-the-counter sexual performance enhancing pills? They're tempting, I know. But if you ever actually looked at the ingredients, it's a bunch of like central nervous system overstimulants that give you a you know, four-hour erection and nasty side effects and heart problems, a possible trip to the hospital. There are certain pharmaceuticals out there that you could take for enhanced sexual performance, but why not go au natural? There's this company called Joy Mode. My wife and I have been using this stuff. What it is, is it's a powder you pour into water. It's got L-citrulline, arginine, yohimbine, and vitamin C. The arginine and the yohimbine increase nitric oxide production and relaxation in your uh, in your genitalia and increase sex drive. And the antioxidant action of the vitamin C protects the nitric oxide from what's called oxidative degradation, which further enhances the blood flow promoting activity of the nitric oxide. So put all that together, you get enhanced sex drive and blood flow for both ladies and gentlemen to their nether regions. And it doesn't have all the sorts of side effects that prescription medications or over-the-counter gas station pills come with. Uh, you just tear open the sachet, you mix it with some water. I dump it straight into my mouth because I'm weird like that. And you take about 45 minutes to four hours prior to sexual activity. It'll last about five hours or so. Uh, you get better blood flow, better erection quality and firmness, screaming, better orgasms, better sexual energy, better sex drive. So if you want to spice things up in the bedroom naturally and boost your sex performance naturally and do it without nasty prescription drugs or pharmaceuticals or prescriptions, then here's my offer for you. Go to usejoymode.com slash greenfield. That's usejoymode, J-O-Y mode.com forward slash greenfield. Or you can just enter the code uh, greenfield at usejoymode.com. They'll get you 20% off your first order. Have fun with that one. One of my favorite ways these days to strengthen my immune system and optimize my recovery is by getting in my clear light sauna. It's a clear light infrared sauna. Helps you create heat shock proteins that stimulate cell repair and help to rebuild muscles faster and protect against degenerative diseases like Alzheimer's and Parkinson's. And most people aren't aware of the essential role that these heat shock proteins play in immune function too, which is really nice this time of year when their sickness is going around. 
It allows your immune system to react more quickly and efficiently to viruses and pathogens. It helps to inhibit viral replication and decrease levels of inflammatory cytokines, while at the same time, the heat increases nitric oxide production in the body, which also has antiviral effects. Now, what I have at my house is a clear light sanctuary sauna because I can get a whole bunch of my friends in there. We can sit around, we can chat, we can burn incense and sprinkle essential oils like little hippies all over the place. But we're also guilt-free because all the clear light saunas, unlike many of the saunas out there that basically microwave you while you're inside of them, these ones have EMF and ELF shielding. So you're not exposing your body to harmful, dirty electricity. And they come with a lifetime warranty which is the ultimate guarantee of a quality product. And these things are high quality. So you get their complete line that you can check out at Clearlight Saunas when you go to healwithheat.com. Healwithheat.com. Mention code Ben for extra discount and free shipping. That's healwithheat.com. Mention my name, Ben, for a smoking hot deal and free shipping. All right, folks, uh, unless you've been, I guess, hiding under a rock in the health and nutrition and supplement industry, you've probably heard about this stuff a lot of people have been talking about called feel free. It seems like it's everywhere these days. I did a big podcast about it, gosh, like like probably seven or eight months ago. That podcast was called The New Drinkable Euphoria Compound That Will Completely Transform the Energy Drink Industry, which it kind of did. I'll, I'll link to that podcast if you go to bengreenfieldlife.com slash new feel free. This is a newer podcast on feel free. bengreenfieldlife.com slash new feel free. And I, I had recorded that episode after I'd experienced a, a few days, or actually weeks in this case, of euphoria and really clean energy that I was getting from this little blue bottle that I was drinking each day after a friend uh, introduced me to it in Austin, Texas. And it was just like, boom, right away, clean energy, like the social lubricating effect of alcohol without feeling like I was drunk, better sex, better mood, better workouts. Like it, it was kind of like a, like a cure-all for energy uh, and, and basically a, a blend of, uh, of kava and kratom along with a little bit of uh, a pineapple extract and coconut and some stevia. So pretty, pretty low calorie too. You know, not one of those things that like breaks a fast for a morning workout or something like that. So you drink it and you feel as the label kind of says, uh, free, you, you crave stuff less and you could use it as a replacement for alcohol or energy drinks or nicotine. And people seem to get pretty euphoric off the stuff. And so it, it was, and is pretty popular. I also did a follow-up episode because uh, even though I'd been recommending it and I, I even got to a point where I was drinking like several bottles a day and felt great. There were some folks coming back and reporting things like upset stomach or feeling like they were like drunk or dizzy when they go to the gym with this stuff in their system. Some people were saying like they felt addicted to it or would have withdrawal symptoms when they'd stop using it. And so there were, there were some other problematic issues that people were reporting. So I, I kind of followed this for a while. I dug into the science and the safety profile and did a follow-up podcast where I really discussed the problem with everything from the fact that it's one bottle and the actual serving size is supposed to be half the bottle, which can be kind of difficult to eyeball or titrate. But I think a lot of people were taking way too much of this stuff. Some people didn't realize that there is a law of diminishing returns and there were folks complaining. And I'd be like, well, what's, what's, you know, what's your volume? And they'd be like, oh, I'm drinking like two, three, sometimes four or five bottles a day. I'm like, hey, look, like coffee's great. But if you drink six a day, uh, it's not that great. The wine, I think is wonderful. I have a glass of wine every evening, but a whole bottle probably isn't the way to go. And so that was an issue. People were overdosing. They weren't titrating it properly. Sometimes they were drinking it on an empty stomach and experiencing a little bit of stomach upset that, that Kratom can give some people if they have it on, a, on an empty stomach. And then a lot of people, as I reported in that follow-up podcast called Is Feel-Free Energy Drink Bad For You?, which are also linked to in the show notes, a lot of people like from a genetic standpoint just metabolize Kratom poorly. And so that was another issue that people were running into. And then finally, as with many of these compounds that do have to get processed by the gut, like if you have a compromised gut or a compromised gallbladder or a compromised liver, like you got to take care of your system internally before you start to throw back like what I would argue are pretty powerful, almost like medicinal type of compounds like this. So there's, there's a lot of subtle nuances. And you may be wondering after all that, why I would be talking about this, why I would be doing another podcast about this. Well, 
the guy who I interviewed who invented this stuff and used it to basically get himself off of a pretty problematic alcohol scenario contacted me a few weeks ago and he sent me this this bottle. I've got it right here. And it's shaking. You can hear this. It's a uh, it's capsules. And this is like an encapsulated version of feel free. And it's kind of interesting because, as you know, like I mentioned, one of the issues with feel free was I think people were taking too much. Well, one of these capsules is like one sixth of a serving of the bottle. Three capsules is half a bottle. Six capsules would be like a full bottle. And so you can titrate the dosage. And I thought that that was interesting. So I started to give it to some friends and use it myself who had all had feel free. And everybody came back and they're like, dude, like my stomach is totally solid on this. No issues at all. The other issue that a lot of people had was they didn't like like that mouth numbing effect. Well, since you're swallowing the capsules, you don't get the mouth numbing effect. The capsules uh, travel, the liquid glass bottles, well, let's face it, they, they don't travel that well. They're fragile. And uh, you don't have to shake the capsules to get all every last bit of goodness out of the bottle because uh, they're basically just capsules. So there was a lot, a lot of uh, interest that I had in these capsules when my guest on today's show, JW, sent them over to me. So I told him, look, we should we should get on a podcast and actually talk a little bit about this, cover some of the things that that people have been concerned about with feel free, answer some more questions, and then dude, like I want to be able to tell people about these capsules because even though this bottle I'm holding says R&D batch, which stands for research and development batch, not for sale, uh, I think they are going to hit the streets pretty soon. So I want to let you guys know about them and talk a little bit more about Kava, Kratom, and and the whole interplay behind all this stuff. So my guest on today's show is, uh, like I said, the inventor of Feel Free. Uh, His name is J.W. Ross. He's an innovator. He's an investor. Uh, He was in the financial world for a while, and now he is the mastermind behind this Feel Free stuff. So we're going to have a little chat about all of this. And uh, if you like what you hear, if you want to follow the links, if you want to learn more about this or listen to the previous podcast that I did on Feel Free, you can go to bengreenfieldlife.com forward slash new feel free. That's bengreenfieldlife.com slash new feel free. So JW, welcome back to the show, my friend. Thanks for having me on again, Ben. Yeah, and I know you were you were talking uh, before we we got going. You actually, I think you you texted me a photo this morning. You you broke your foot. You're like laid up at home. Yeah, I uh, Thursday night we had some construction going on in front of the house, and uh, I was going down to uh, lock the front gate. Didn't realize that they had removed a step and uh, basically rolled off of it and broke my foot. Jeez, how long ago was that? That was Thursday evening. Wow. Like, are you, uh, are you like totally laid up or what's going on? No, actually, uh, I was, I made it to, uh, the gym this morning up in, uh, up in Adam again. You made it to the gym with a broken foot. Yep. I'm sure the next thing you're going to tell me, like you, you had four bottles of feel free to get you through that or something. <laughs> well, the feel free definitely helps, especially at my age at 60. Well, what what do you do at the gym with a broken foot? Like, what what is your what does your exercise routine look like when when uh, you, you bust it up like that? Well, I'm in a in a walking cast, so it was today. It was just pretty much all upper body, different machines and and dumbbells and what have you. I'm sure you'll get uh, healed up okay, and you can always ping me later about some tricks for healing up a bone faster. Actually, I'll tell you right now, like uh, pulse electromagnetic field therapy. PEMF. That stuff's amazing for uh, for bone injuries if you're able to get your hands on one of those units. I'm a big fan of like supports like. And so anything that's like uh, eggshell, like ground up eggshell in smoothies, bone meal or bone meal extract, bone marrow, anything for for blood flow. There's even uh, infrared light seems to have a little bit of an ability to be able to, to speed up healing. Uh, magnesium, calcium, you know, a lot of the usual minerals. So those are those are a few things. I've got a podcast out there I should shoot it over to you on how to get broken bones to feel faster. I'm all for, you know, doing everything I can to get this thing because it's just annoying. You know? Yeah. I want to get back to my normal routine. Yeah, no, I, I hear you. I hear you. It's frustrating when you, when you have a, a major joint like that that's beat up. I want to get get back into the feel free. And, and obviously, as I mentioned in the introduction, you have this new capsule stuff that is, by the way, amazing. Congratulations on launching it because I think it's going to be, I think it's going to solve a lot of problems that people have had with feel free. And I'm always kind of cognizant and uh, slightly, um, 
self-aware, I suppose, when I'm talking to the inventor of a product and bringing up problems that people have reported with the product. But I think we can all be radically transparent here because I'm sure you've heard some of the some of the issues people complain about as well. So we can we can talk about the capsules and, and some of the issues later on. But just in case for people who haven't heard about Feel Free or haven't heard your story, just a very quick overview. You were basically, weren't you addicted to alcohol or pretty problematically attached to alcohol before you actually wound up trying to research plant medicines that could get you off of it? Yeah, I, you know, I was self-medicating for a long time. I started from the time I was, I think I've had my first drink when I was 15, 16 years old. And I did it because I always felt kind of socially awkward. I didn't really feel comfortable on skin, didn't feel comfortable communicating, you know, especially with larger groups of people. And the first time that someone, you know, handed me a, a, a glass of alcohol to drink, it was love at first sight because I went from what I just described to feeling like I was alive at the party. Right. That was, like I said, 15, 16 years old. Between there and when I was in my uh, early 40s, you know, I've was very driven and very successful financially, but my alcohol consumption, you know, kind of went along on the same curve with that. And at some point became, you know, even above that trajectory, you know, it, it started really causing serious problems in my life. And I, you know, having been successful in every other aspect of my life and being able to what I thought control things, I just kept trying to figure out different ways to control alcohol. I finally, you know, gave in to the fact that I can't, I couldn't control it. I couldn't control my consumption. And the consequences, you know, by that point were large enough that any rational person would have, you know, stopped or cut back and I couldn't do it. Yeah. And, and so at that point, you got into researching like the, the kava and the kratom and, and some of these South Pacific islands where they were using this type of stuff and, and wound up kind of cooking up the batch of feel free in your kitchen and, and going from there. Yeah, I, you know, the, the kind of the climax of was when I, you know, got to the point for you know, friends and family intervention and went off to 90 day inpatient treatment, which is the first time, you know, since I was extremely young that I'd ever not worked and really just focused on myself. What I you know, realized was that, you know, I was listening to this voice in my head that said, you know, I could control it and I couldn't and uh, that I needed to stop doing that. So I, I came out of treatment, uh, not had a drink since then, that's 12 years ago. But I, you know, had a better life, but I, I sure didn't feel right. I guess it was, they call it dry drunk or I couldn't function the way I wanted to socially, basically isolating myself. And I realized that if I didn't come up with a solution that I was going to go back to what I was doing before. So uh, I'm a research fanatic. Uh, I'd always been, even though the alcohol was in play, the rest of my life was pretty healthy. <laughs> which is a kind of a paradox, but I didn't connect the fact that alcohol is actually a, a junk food. I decided to try to go into the market and try to find something else that you know would give me the feel of alcohol. And to clarify, by the way, like alcohol can be a junk food, but like I mentioned, like I, I actually think that microdosing with small amounts of alcohol, kind of like I do, like a little little bit of organic biodynamic wine at the end of the day. I mean, heck, there, there's a company, uh, they, they sponsor my podcast, Dry Farm Wines, and, and like I can easily have a glass of that a day and feel fine and even have seen a, a lot of data on some of these centenarian blue zones that tend to do something very much like that, although it kind of leaves out the fact that in many cases, people who are drinking wine, you know, they, they have less stress, they're with friends. Like there's a lot of confounding variables. No, nonetheless, yeah, the, the dose is the poison and the delivery method too. Right, right. I, like most things, um, I, I'd probably use the wrong word. It's a processed food is what I should have said. No, I, I, I get what you're saying. I, I think I think people get it. So basically you were on alcohol. It was, it was pretty rough. You finally got off of it. And once you came through the detox, you kind of felt a little blah, a little dead. 
Yeah, I just, I just, you know, I didn't feel comfortable again in my own skin, just like I did when I started. You know, and then I, I said, well, I've got to find something else or I'm going to go back to alcohol because I can't live like this. And I started trying everything that was in the market legal and none of that seemed to really do much for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I tried pretty much everything that was illegal and almost all of that did too much for me. You mean, you mean like uh, LSD, psilocybin, like those type of things? Yes. Yeah. And pretty much everything I could get my hands on. And I was looking for something that I could go work out. I could go to work. I, you know, I wouldn't worry about driving a car. And, you know, even hopefully, you know, the Holy Grail, it would enhance that while feeling good, not inebriated. And I couldn't find it. So... I started researching and I looked around the world over, you know, what people have been using, you know, for social lubricants uh, in different, you know, civilizations over the last several thousand years. And I started traveling around and, and gathering up these different plants and actually, you know, spent time in different places like Southeast Asia, watching how they were using them. Even any of those didn't give me the feeling by themselves of what I was looking for that alcohol gave me. So I got the crazy idea to start trying to mix them together. And I set up a informal lab in my house. Uh, I spent two years trying all different combinations, different percentages, using myself as a guinea pig. Uh, my wife had thought I'd gone off the deep end. And I finally found the right two plants, the right percentages, the right strains to give me that feeling I had when I first had alcohol. That's basically, you know, in a nutshell, the story that you and I unpack in, in pretty pretty significant detail in the last episode that we did. And I don't necessarily want want to uh, rehash the stuff that people could go and, and download and listen to. And, and again, like if you guys want the full story and, and a lot of the nitty gritty details of what JW just kind of kind of went over, you go over there and check and listen to that episode. But we talked about, um, you can correct me if I'm wrong on any of this stuff, JW, but we talked about how you found kind of like this 10 to 1 ratio of, of kava to kratom sourced it uh, i think the kratom what, what was the kava from was from uh, vanuatu and then you got the kratom from from like the south pacific like indonesia right from indonesia yes yeah and then added the pineapple juice for the for the vitamin c and the coconut cream for better delivery of the the fat soluble compounds across the blood brain barrier and then like a like a really unique form of stevia that lends a nice flavor bottled it up and uh, at that point you know you, you kind of had the stuff that we did a pretty big podcast about last time that the people have have really found a lot of success drinking and adding to the protocol and so that's that's like everything in a nutshell that you and I got to in the last podcast that we did and again if, if you go to bengreenfieldlife.com slash new feel free you can listen into that episode and i've i've gotten a lot of folks writing in and commenting since then that they've found success like stacking it sometimes with caffeine other people have stacked it with you know speaking of psilocybin like microdoses of some different plant medicine type of compounds others have used it for again like an alternative to alcohol in the evenings a little bit of sparkling water and kind of use it as a as a mixer for a cocktail part of it's uh you know all all roses and puppies and, and kittens, as they say, or at least as I say, then part of it is a lot of people were having issues like withdrawal symptoms or feeling like they were addicted to it. And again, I at first was a head scratcher for me because I never really experienced any of that stuff. Although I did have some gut discomfort as I do with a lot of things, I started testing it pretty heavily and I got up to like five to six bottles a day at one point just to see what would, you know, how, how it did with my liver enzyme markers and everything else. And, and yeah, at that point, my gut seemed to not like it very much. And, you know, other people have written to me, probably written to you as well, I would imagine, and reported issues. And, and that's why I did that last podcast. I, I, did, you, did you get a chance to listen to that last podcast I did kind of covering? I did. Yes. Yeah. You did a great job with that. 
Yeah, some of the mistakes that people were making with it. Like, you know, for example, what, what what do you think when it comes to like that concept of overdosing, like people drinking too much? And I realize for you as a business owner, it's it's probably a difficult question. It's like, yeah, people are using too much of something that I own and sell. But uh, do you agree? Like some people are just like taking way too much of this stuff. Anything that makes you feel good is can be habit forming. You know, in fact, anything that makes you feel good is habit forming because it makes you feel good. And that can be sex, that can be alcohol, that can be caffeine, you know, that can be pizza. To me, that's not the question because it's a given. The question is, if I do this on a regular basis, is it going to hurt me physically or socially? That's what we should be concerned with. And what I can tell you is that when done as we, you know, prescribe, We've not had a single person, and we're selling now over a million servings a month, report any issues, uh, no elevated blood, uh, liver enzymes, blood sugars, anything like that, any kind of social issues. There are people out there that are using too much of it, um, just like there are people out there, you know, taking too much caffeine, too much alcohol, or whatever else. But from a personal standpoint, you know, I've been consuming it on a regular basis for almost four years now. You, you mean you mean you've been using it like basically every day? Correct. And what I found is that unlike alcohol, I've reached a level where I found the sweet spot and I can control that. I don't crave it so bad that I have to have more. And I found that that's the right amount. Fortunately, like I explained on the on the prior podcast. You know, very early on, I was concerned that, you know, people would abuse it. So I did abusive levels of it for about three and a half, four months. When I say abusive levels, six bottles a day. Yeah, which is a lot. That's that's technically like back to what you were mentioning about the recommended usage that you have on your website and on the bottle. That's technically 12 servings a day because one bottle is supposed to be two servings. I think a lot of people didn't even realize that. Yeah. And what I found was that I still didn't have elevated liver enzymes or, you know, any kind of negative change in blood chemistry, but I felt, you know, toxic. Yeah. Uh, I didn't get the feeling that I get, you know, at a more moderate dose. What I wanted to see was that because I knew that some people would abuse it because it makes you feel good. I wanted to make sure it wasn't even at those levels, it wasn't going to cause any serious physical harm. And I know of some other people that have, you know, have reported the same thing. I mean, they don't, they don't feel good doing that level of it, but it's not like it's, it's, you know, hurting them physically. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, really it's not as though you can't go to PubMed and, and, and by the way, I'm talking specifically about Kratom. I think Kava, like I have taken massive amounts of kava before and, you know, and, and drinking bowls and bowls of the stuff in Hawaii and actually did recently a podcast with a guy who has a kava company. And he just like gave me these super, super high end extracts from Vanuatu, the same place you get your kava, to, that that island. And I mean, like, it's very difficult to OD on kava. I, th- I think the issue that a lot of people have, and this is why I talked about on the other episode, is a lot of the alkaloids in kratom causing everything from constipation to stomach upset so people will get like you know even like hemorrhoids from using too much of it because of the straining and that's the issue where yeah you got to be careful with the dosage and you have to titrate accordingly and and I, i think that people were just using too much and then i also you know like i talked about in that podcast about whether or not feel free you know could be bad for you and and again i know this is tough for you as a business owner but I have a coffee company and some people are very slow caffeine metabolizers and can barely drink any of the coffee that I sell from my coffee company without feeling crappy. And my response to them is like, don't drink very much of my coffee. <laughs> that's that's like what you do. I mean, same thing with Kratom. I don't know if you'd agree with me, but like if people you know go listen to that podcast and it turns out that genetically they're a poor metabolizer of Kratom, well, either A, just don't use this stuff. It's not for you. Sorry. You know, go back and pick your parents because <laughs> turns out your body can't metabolize Kratom very well. Or B, and we'll talk about this a little bit later, figure out a way to microdose and titrate the dosage via a delivery mechanism that's far easier to to titrate the dosage with, you know, because I'm sure you probably do agree with me. 
like it's hard to titrate the actual dosage in the bottle. Like not only do you not know if like some of the kratom settled at the bottom, you kind of like eyeballing through the blue glass. It's a little bit hard to see through. Did I drink half a bottle? Did I drink three quarters of a bottle? You know, and for people who do fine with this stuff, you can just slam it like you and me. It's a non-issue for other people. I think it was becoming an issue. What do you think? Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I mean, I, I also, I, you know, sitting here thinking while you're talking, you know, you know, before this, I was consuming massive, massive quantities of caffeine. I think the reason I was doing that is because it just took a lot more for me. And I, you know, I was consuming caffeine up until the point I went to bed and I go right to bed. You know, when I tried to, when I came off of that, it was, the withdrawals are pretty serious. I mean, when I say serious, you know, incredible headaches. You mean from caffeine? Yeah. Yeah. Fogginess and but I was doing, you know, way, way, way too much of it. And it become pretty much ineffective. Well, that's the thing with caffeine is it's it was banned by WADA for a while as an illegal performance enhancing aid because of its its effects on amplifying exercise performance and reducing rating of perceived exertion and decreasing or I'm sorry, increasing time to exhaustion. But a lot of people, they're like, what are you talking about? I have six cups of coffee a day and I don't experience that. Well, so much of the population is so accustomed to caffeine that if anybody were to actually like wash out the adenosine receptors by quitting caffeine for about 14 days or so, sometimes less than that. And some people it's as few as, as seven days by switching to decaf, drinking, you know, decaffeinated tea, et cetera. And then you come back to caffeine like not only do you feel as though somebody's like shot you in the arm with intramuscular adrenaline and epinephrine, but you also can nearly have like this psychotropic, like entheogenic effect from this drug that you even realized was so powerful that you've been consuming in such high dosages that you've almost like grown unaccustomed to the effects. So yeah, I mean, it, it's it's very, very interesting when you look at a lot of these, these drugs that folks use on a regular basis. I call them drugs. You can call them compounds, you know, plants, whatever. You have to be aware that the body is not just like this, this wall that you throw stuff at all day long and just, you know, hope stuff sticks to it. And, and if it doesn't, you're going to be fine. Like you have to understand the, the dosage titration. So I think, I think that's incredibly important. The proof of that personally is I do, you know, one cup of tea a day now. And I get more out of that than when I was consuming, you know, 15 cups throughout the day before. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. In my opinion, it's the same thing with something like feel free. Like I always check myself. Like there, there was a while where what I would do is after I kind of like did an experiment like you did with drinking a whole bunch, I cut myself down and this is my protocol now to one bottle a day. And then the other thing that I've been doing is when I travel, I just leave it at home. Right. And so when I travel, I don't drink any, you know, and sometimes I'm traveling for 10, 14 days out of the month just because I know if I've not got it around, I won't drink it. I won't become dependent on something. And I do that with that. Like I do that with NAD. I do that with coffee. I do that with this stuff. I do that with, you know, any micro doses. I do that with nootropics. It's like you have to make sure that you're constantly checking yourself and making sure that you're not attached to anything. I suppose the only caveat to that would be that some people will, let's say like men who use testosterone, they're like, well, I'm not going to like stop taking testosterone testosterone one month and start taking another month because every guy who has used testosterone knows that you feel ultra crappy when you stop using it. But in people like that, I say, well, admit that you've got a dependency, admit that you're attached to something, but then weigh the advantages and the pros in terms of how that makes your life, your recovery, your muscle gain, your fat loss, your libido, et cetera, better. And if you're willing to at least say, okay, I'm addicted to it, but it makes life so much better with very, very few side effects that I'm willing to continue to take it on a daily basis. I claim dependency on this and I'm just going to roll with it. And I think that was something like, say, uh, testosterone or something like a daily exercise session or a morning sauna practice or something like that. It's fine. For something that has some type of biochemical side effect or, you know, significant impact when you're dependent upon it and using it on a regular basis, then yeah, just, just stop using it every once in a while to check yourself and make sure that you're not addicted to it. And again, I know it's tough for, for you to be on a podcast about your product and have the, the guy interviewing tell people to like just not take it at certain points to make sure that you're not addicted to it. But I think it's a good idea. 
it truly, for me, it, it isn't about, I mean, we're selling plenty of it. So it's, it's not about selling more of it. It's about people getting some benefit out of it. And I get the rewarding part of what I'm doing is I get, you know, hundreds of calls, emails, uh, communications from people on a weekly basis talking about different ways that it's improved their life. And that to me is, is what's important. And it's important, you know, to educate the public and make them aware that, you know, just like anything else that makes you feel good, you, you know, you need to be careful with this. If one ball a week works for you, that's fantastic. I, you know, I'm not trying to sell you more. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm trying to educate you to find out what works for you and, and do that. One of my favorite not-carbohydrate, not-fat, not-protein, little-known secret macronutrients is now back in stock. It's called ketones. The ones I use are made by HVMN. They're called Ketone IQ. They're perfect for staving your appetite for hours on end, running from meeting to meeting when you can't get food, any type of endurance activity because ketones are a great fuel for the heart, for the liver, for the diaphragm. Anytime you want a great amount of portability, convenience on an airplane, it's amazing because you're not even tempted at all by any food the whole time you're sitting on the airplane. Ketones are 28% more efficient at generating energy than sugar alone. That means you can do a lot more with a lot less, especially when your body gets pushed to the limits because ketones help you convert stored fat into energy. And then with Ketone IQ, you can actually get that without having to fast and excessively restrict carbohydrates. They created this stuff through a $6 million contract from the U.S. Department of Defense, deep partnerships with some of the top researchers in ketone science. It's a truly cutting-edge drink. It avoids the insulin spikes, the caffeine jitters, the mid-afternoon energy crashes. Super simple. You just throw this stuff back. I'll toss back a shot straight out of the bottle. Some people like to mix it with a little water, stevia, stuff like that. But either way, HVMN stands by their products 100%. All right, if you're not satisfied, your order is free. That's how much they believe, and I believe, in the power of ketones. Been using them for years and years. Here's how to get 20% off of any purchase of Ketone IQ. You go to hvmn.me slash beng, hvmn.me slash beng. Use code beng that gets you 20% off of any purchase of Ketone IQ. You can also find them at any California Earth Bar locations, which are usually, usually within a, an Equinox. So check them out, hvmn.me slash Ben G. I'm pretty stoked because this is now something I can do when I'm on the go. And it's based on this idea that the human body being mostly water. But what you probably don't know is everything else in your body is 50% amino acids. That means basically water and amino acids are two of the most important things that you can have in your body. And some amino acids are essential. You have to get them from food, from breaking down steak and chicken and eggs and everything else. But this stuff called Keon Aminos is a plant-based, full essential amino acids profile backed by over 20 years of clinical research with the highest quality ingredients, no fillers, no junk, rigorous quality testing, tastes amazing with all natural flavors. I got on the amino acids bandwagon way back when I was racing Ironman Triathlon. Started with branch chain amino acids, realized those were a waste of time, switched over to essential amino acids, and it has been a game changer ever since. Now, what did I mean when I said travel? Well, these Keon aminos, which are the essential amino acids that I take, they have for the watermelon flavor, the lemon-lime flavor, the berry flavor, and uh, the mango flavor. They got stick packs now, so you can take them on the go anywhere. I, can, I honestly have like a couple packs of my fanny pack now. I can dump them in water when I'm at a restaurant, have that instead of like a bread, a basket that comes out or a cocktail. They satiate the appetite. They accelerate recovery. They're amazing pre-workout or during a workout. The list goes on and on. Fact is, if you haven't tried essential amino acids, you're missing out. And you can save 20% now on any monthly deliveries and 10% on any one-time purchases if you go to getkeon.com slash Ben. That's getkion.com slash Ben to get my fundamental supplement for fitness. Keon Aminos, getkion.com slash Ben. I've worked to achieve many things in life, but my greatest yet most humbling work, I think, has been with my role as a father. Parenting is blissful. It's brutal. It's far beyond anything I ever could have anticipated. My sons are now teenagers. And the people around us who engage with them often ask if I could write a book 
on raising children and education and legacy and discipline and all this stuff that goes into raising a good child, a good human. Now, I didn't feel that qualified to write a parenting guide. So I gathered a team of parenting superstars, dozens of my friends, entrepreneurs, authors, neurologists, psychologists, family coaches, a whole lot more. I got all their best tools, techniques, perspectives, habits on, again, everything from education to discipline to travel to rites of passage and beyond. And I put it all in one massive book that's like the guide to parenting. So it's now available. It's at BoundlessParentingBook.com, and that's where you can pre-order your copy today. So BoundlessParentingBook.com, it has been an absolute adventure putting this thing together. I think you're going to love it. Let's talk about this new stuff. There's these, uh, these, these capsules right here that I'm holding my hand that you sent to me. Tell me about why you decided to encapsulate the formula. So we've been in the market now for a little over two years. And as I said, it's been incredibly successful. But, you know, I've been watching, you know, taking feedback from tens of thousands of people on their experience with this. And the cons have been what you brought up earlier about, you know, it's hard to keep the dosage, you know, titrate dosage. You know, it doesn't taste good. I don't like the numbing effect. Which, by by the way, I, I actually personally like the numbing effect. <laughs> Same thing with kava. Yeah, or I get nauseous. So um, I started working on about a year ago. Started working on trying to to solve these issues. And what I came up with, or what our, our, our research and development team came up with, was you know putting it in a capsule form, uh, a vegan capsule, and um, it solved all of that. You know, we have people that couldn't even consume the tonic because of the taste and then the subsequent nausea feeling that now can take it and and have no issues, even on an empty stomach. And, you know, as far as the dosage, as you pointed out earlier, it's very easy now to know exactly what dosage you're getting because six of those capsules equal one bottle, which is two servings. I actually have a lot of questions about the encapsulated formula. So first of all, just to clarify, if I take one of these capsules, I'm getting like one third of a dosage of feel free, right? That's correct. Okay, gotcha. And and what, what I actually did was I started taking them when I would travel to basically eliminate the need to take glass bottles with me. But before I started doing that, I started to experiment with the stuff that you sent me. And like I mentioned, I gave it to some friends also who had used the bottled stuff and had even had some of the issues that others have reported on with the bottled stuff, like difficulty titrating, taking too much, the impact on, on the gut, et cetera. And they all absolutely love the stuff, particularly because you can titrate the dosage. And the, I mean, people who want the effects of kava and kratom without taking the, the massive amount that you might get from drinking a whole bottle of feel free, you just take like one capsule, maybe two, and you're not even up to a full dosage and you feel pretty good. First question that I have is obviously you don't have the coconut cream and the stevia and the pineapple in there. Do you think that affects the the uptake or the absorptability or, or did you just decide to leave them out because it didn't matter? It's interesting, and I guess it's because it's you know a different experience going through your digestive system, but it doesn't seem to change the experience that you have. I mean, the only thing that you don't have is you don't have the mouth numb. It takes 30 minutes for the, uh, the capsule to, to uh, burst in your, in, your, in your stomach versus if you take it you know, through the tonic, it hits in about 15 minutes. But as far as the, what I call the curve, the way it feels, it's exactly the same. In hindsight now, I'm thinking the, the enhancement of bioavailability from the other things we were putting in there may not be that meaningful. I'm not really sure. I mean, it, it seems as though based on you know what, what I understand as far as the absorption and the transport across the blood-brain barrier, there there may be and there should be a little bit of a different effect. I I can't really tell for sure if there's a difference, for example, in the mental acuity with the capsules versus the liquid. I guess the best way I can describe it is if I take a half bottle of the liquid or I take three of the capsules, I feel that's because my favorite way to use it is pre-workout. I feel that same pre-workout pick-me-up. 
there's something about the liquid where I, I feel like maybe there's a little bit more something going on with the brain. I'm guessing that might be because of the absence of the lipids in the capsule. But nonetheless, like if, if you've got, say, like travel or you want to titrate the dosage, these capsules are, are a pretty handy way to go. Are you, are you still going to keep the liquid though, or are you just going to go just sell pure capsules? I think the what you just described, that difference, is actually happening orally. It's, you know, the kava, a big part of the kava is that Novocaine numbing effect. Mm -hmm. And I think somehow that translates to the brain and the brain, you know, it like sets the stage and is part of the experience that you have. Yeah, you you mean almost like a uh, it wouldn't be called a haptic effect, but I, I guess like a, I don't know, almost like a psychosomatic response to the numbing effect, as though your body knows that there's something going on. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That that's what I'm. You know, I I can't prove that, but I think that's what's going on. Okay, got it. Now, in terms of the capsules, are they just going to be this bottle, or do you have other other mechanisms in which you're you're selling it? So the capsules will come in uh, a bottle that, that contains uh, 90 capsules. So that's, you know, 30 servings. They're also, they come in a little uh, pouch that has six capsules in it. So it's equal to a to bottle of tonic. So they're, you know, in two different forms. As you said, you know, the, the big thing about it is, and I've traveled a lot with, with Feel Free, is the tonic can be a pain to travel with. And these capsules are, you know, I just, I just got back from an extended trip to Vanuatu filming a, a documentary for public television on Kava. And um, I took a supply to, to supply everybody, the film crew and everything, you know, very easily to pack and, and uh, travel with. Okay, got it. The capsules are also in like some kind of, I think you were telling me there's like a sachet you can get as well of the bottle? Yeah, it, it's a little uh, pouch, you know, it's resealable that it holds six capsules about about the same size as a post-it same size as a post-it you mean the sachet is the same size as a post-it yeah okay yeah. okay now another question that i have and this is not related to the to the capsule specifically but i guess related to uh, both the capsules and liquid is somebody was asking me about your guys's sourcing and this is this is kind of a big issue because Kratom, like a lot of things, you know, a lot of uh, Chinese adaptogenic herbs, uh, a lot of like Ayurvedic herbs is known for rampant differences or, or significant differences in the quality between the strains. And someone had asked me if I knew what you guys were using as far as a source or if they could get like a laboratory certificate of analysis to see if you're using like a clean source or something like that. Can you tell me about the sourcing on the on the Kratom particularly? Yeah, kratom. Both the kratom and the kava, we you know do extensive lab testing on. The stuff comes when you purchase it. It comes with you know certificates of analysis, but we do our own third-party testing with a you know national recognized lab here, and you know we check everything: pesticides, heavy metals. We check alkaloid ratios because. It's very similar to cannabis. Different strains of kratom will do completely different things. So we have a profile of the of about eight of the alkaloids that we make sure that we stay in that band, you know, ratio percentage-wise, because once you start getting out of that band, it's it's a different experience. And then the kava. Uh, that was the other reason why I was uh, in Vanuatu. It's, it's in my experience, the kava from Vanuatu is way better than the kava from anywhere else that I've found. It's something about the strains that are there, and we're actually doing the, the DNA uh, profiling of the kava right now, which. I didn't realize uh, the uh, the DNA of plants is much more complex than humans. It's a very involved process. It's there's something about two or three certain strains from Vanuatu that um, it's just really a wonderful plant. You know, I experienced that 30 years ago for the first time, just in a one-time experience. But being there recently and and having a group of people that had never tried it before and having them try, you know, green kava ceremony 
uh, and watching how they interact and watching the evening and the dinner and all that, it was even more enlightening than what I already knew as far as, as you said earlier, what a wonderful social lubricant that Kave is. Even beyond that, the, the island we were staying on, there was some businessmen that had been in the area for quite some time, and they have interests throughout the Pacific Islands, and we were discussing it. And they said they even noticed a significant difference in violence and crime rates in the islands that are primarily alcohol versus the islands that are primarily kava. Hmm. The Kava Islands, you leave your doors open, there's not really any crime. The alcohol islands are just the opposite. You know, and you're never going to wake up the next morning and have a hangover or anything else. I mean, it, it's just a very, very wonderful social lubricant. Yeah, Kava seems pretty, pretty safe, even at high dosages, at least from from the good strains that I've that I've had. And so regarding what you were saying about the the purity of the kratom or the sourcing of the kratom, if somebody were to reach out to you, like if someone were listening were to reach out to you, are you able to supply the certificate of analysis or anything like that? Yeah, I, I, we do it all the time. So okay. Anytime somebody wants any of that information, more than open to share it with them. Okay. All right. Cool. And they could just probably open up a support ticket on your website and ask for something like that. Yeah, it's just go to hi at botanictonics.com. Hi at botanictonics.com. Like H-I? H-I, yes. All right, cool. That's helpful. Uh, that that actually, I think, will be super helpful for a lot of people who might be concerned about this. Or any other ex- things you want to ask or experiences that you've had. Uh, the more feedback we get, the, you know, the better that we can, can continue to improve. Got it. Cool. Regarding the capsules and the liquid, these are obviously your main two formulas, but do you guys plan on doing anything else as far as like additional products, additional formulas, anything like that? We're probably going to be launching uh, the next version uh, in, I'm going to say probably February or March of next year. It's a non-Kratom version, feel free. It's getting very, very close to the same experience that you feel with, with Feel Free. So is that just pure kava? It's kava and, and actually three other uh, ingredients that uh, at this time I don't want to disclose. It's three ingredients that um, are fairly mainstream. It's something, again, about it took a long time of different strains, different percentages, and, you know, and the process that we put them together to come up with this, but, um, it's a, you know, very wonderful experience. Yeah. Cool. And, and the, the current ratio again, and just make sure I'm correct on here with the Kratom on the current batch is 10 to one Kava to Kratom, right? That is correct. Yes. Okay, cool. Cause I'm, I'm reading, I'm reading the label right here. It's basically this Kava root extract on the capsule, three capsules, 250 milligrams of Kava lactones. And then for the seven hydroxy, metragenine of the alkaloids in kratom says 25 so yeah 10 to 1 250 mg of the kava and 25 mg of the kratom yeah for those that are you know familiar with kratom 25 milligrams of of alkaloids is a is a very low serving yeah interesting i've been getting a lot of benefit out of both i'm hoping that this has this has really filled people in on on some of the concerns and also some of the best practices regarding feel free and then i also wanted to ask you like is there anything at this point that just based on the feedback you've gotten from users or experimentation yourself that you've found combines really well with feel free like any other compounds or foods or anything like that mct oil quite a few people that uh, are using that. And as you mentioned before, different forms of caffeine, just to, you know, on a very high level, the kava is, is very, very relaxing. It's relaxing, but it's also, to me, alcohol, the reason it's a social lubricant is it enhances you. It makes you like more aggressive, more open. And that's why they call it, you know, liquid courage. Kava makes you more social, but it does it by quietening you down. And then you're focused on everyone around you and you're more open to listening to them and having a more meaningful conversation relationship with them. It's a different way of getting there. Kratom, you know, its primary use for thousands of years was for workers in the field for endurance. Feel good, but also endurance. So when you mix the two of them together, you get 
the best of both worlds. You get this really relaxed, calm, social feeling, but at the same time, you get the endurance part of, of Kratom. Synergistically, there's something happening with these this certain strains that you're getting this incredible focusing ability too. Most people report that you know allows you then to crush a workout or crush a work assignment or whatever you know what it is that you're doing. I think the caffeine that people are adding is for people you spoke about it earlier that need a little bit more of the boost to offset the the relaxing feeling of the of the kava. They're getting the ratio they need by enhancing it with you know with caffeine or some other substance. Okay. All right. Got it. Interesting. So the liquid, you gave my audience a 40% discount on, I think it's like bengreenfieldlife.com slash feel free. I think that gives you an automatic discount code, or you could use the discount code Ben40 if you're just on the website. I know you're going to do something similar for these capsules. I think it's just, uh, I believe it's just Ben is a discount code for the capsules instead of Ben40 for the liquid. And that gets you a bottle of 90 capsules or sachets of the six capsules. I'll put all that information if you go to the show notes at bengreenfieldlife.com slash new feel free. Or if you just wind up on the website, you can use code Ben for the capsules for 40% uh, for subscription or purchase or Ben 40 on the drink for subscription or purpose. So JW has been pretty generous with the amount that he's knocking off of the cost of this stuff because I know it's not inexpensive, but I hope that helps out. A lot of people want to try this stuff out. Anytime that someone said, I don't like it for whatever reason, you know, we've refunded money. So if it doesn't work for you, you know, shoot us an email, we'll refund your money. Yeah, cool. Those are all the questions that I had about this new formula. Anything else that you wanted to to share with people before I let you go, J-Dub? Again, I think, you know, Kratom is, is a very controversial plant. It's very important that, you know, we're, we're really supporting the American Kratom Association because the American Kratom Association is, is working to get uh, Kratom regulation passed on a state-by-state basis and now on a federal level. And that regulation makes sure that it's, you know, that everybody's testing for, you know, contaminants. But more importantly, it is outlawing the extracts and the synthetics. And just like with coca leaves and turning it into cocaine, unfortunately, what's happening here in the U.S. is that Kratom is being, you know, through the same process, they're removing two alkaloids out of 50 using either solvents or CO2. They're creating these high concentration extracts. And those become a much different deal. Those are really just about getting high and we are really the that I'm aware of the only shot on the market that's not a high concentration extract. It's just full ground leaf, and that's the way it's been used for thousands of years without issues. Uh, so it's important that people understand that you can't just say kratom and think you're covering everything. That there's there's two totally different ways that kratom can be served, and that unfortunately right now. The majority of the market is the extract. But the good news is, is that we have now, we've got passed in six states, the Kratom regulation, 17 more in the process of passing it. And the federal bill is being introduced uh, later this month or, or next month. I think we have the support to get that passed, which will, will alter that and hopefully uh, you know, allow people to have a better experience. What's the federal bill about? The federal bill is going to be exactly the same thing as the state bills are. And that's two things. One is it sets, you know, contaminant levels, heavy metals and what have you within, you know, normal standards. And then it also, it outlaws high concentration extracts and synthetics. Okay. Gotcha. So, and feel free wouldn't be considered like a high concentration extract or synthetic, right? No, it's not. We use just pure ground leaf. Okay. All right, gotcha. That's why the dosage is, is so small in that the serving is because you can't get that much in there uh, without using an extract. Okay. All right, gotcha. 
Interesting. Well, this is really helpful. And I, I hope that this has answered a lot of questions for people. But again, like if not, you can always contact uh, JW and you could even leave a comment or question or feedback at bengreenfieldlife.com slash new feel free. It's bengreenfieldlife.com slash new feel free. In the meantime, uh, you can also use that code Ben for 40% off of the capsules, which I highly recommend you try if the liquid's not working out for you and you want to titrate the dosage. I, I think it's highly advisable to uh, to start very, very small and then work your way up from there if this stuff has given you issues in the past. And then uh, code Ben40 still works for 40% off of the drink. And I'm looking forward to trying that new, uh, that new Kava-only one that you're making too, JW. So... You've got a lot of interesting stuff that you're putting out there in the Batman labs. Feel free. And this new one, I think, is going to solve a lot of issues for a lot of people, which is why I want to do a podcast about it. So thanks for this, JW. I, I appreciate it. And I'm, uh, I'm hoping that you get that broken foot healed up soon. All right. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me on. All right, folks. I'm Ben Greenfield, along with JW Ross from Botanic Tonics. Feel free. Signing out from bengreenfieldlife.com. Again, show notes are at bengreenfieldlife.com slash new. Feel free. Have an amazing week. More than ever these days, people like you and me need a fresh, entertaining, well-informed, and often outside-the-box approach to discovering the health and happiness and hope that we all crave. So I hope I've been able to do that for you on this episode today. And if you liked it, or if you love what I'm up to, then please leave me a review on your preferred podcast listening channel, wherever that might be. And just find the Ben Greenfield Life episode. Say something nice. Thanks so much. It means a lot.